0: So my question is how you were saying, or how both of y'all were saying how whenever you use hand sanitizer, you're killing most of the good germs and the bad, but you're leaving the strong, bad, I guess, and good germs on your hands. So Mm -hmm. based on that, y'all say that it's not good to use hand sanitizer, but how come in hospitals and doctor offices, we still have to use it?
1: Because doctors, offices, and hospitals are accumulated different. Okay, because so like we all have different, let's just call it germs. We all have different germs. Accumulation of different germs together is more of a threat. So, I mean, like anywhere in public, there's going to be different people's bacteria meeting up and stuff. So that's why it's it's preferred. They use it in places like that where sick people are coming and going constantly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as using hand sanitizer, I uh, it's not bad if you don't heavily rely on it. Okay. So whenever I said that hand sanitizer isn't a good thing, I meant it's not good if you depend on it. Like you'd never wash your hands, and you or you're always constantly using hand sanitizer. Um, because it's just building up the the strong bacteria on your hands and cleaning off your defenses all right so it's it's good to use just not just not to the extent that people sometimes use it okay that makes more sense it's um it's just you know survival of the fittest type thing with killing off the weakest and mm-hmm. being the strongest, and then it'll just continue to evolve. And uh, in terms of immunity versus intruding bacteria, there's a hypothesis called the red queen hypothesis that that I was talking about last time, where one side will get stronger, causing the other side to get stronger. It's it's never going to not exist, in other words. So we just have to be safer about how how we're building up our immunities to fight off the the bacteria that can hurt us or harm us.
0: Wow. That was a very great answer. Thank you.
1: Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Thank you. So that is currently what's creeping us out, the virus and the idea of bacteria getting stronger and uh, fighting our immune systems. So with that being said, I am going to change it up a little bit. I think this is the first time I bring up a topic along these themes that I'm about to talk about. Welcome back to Gimme the Creeps with Abby and Daniela. Let the tomfoolery continue. Hello. It is day three of our Q series, aka Quarantine Week series with our mini episodes. And we hope you've enjoyed the ride so far. Thank you for listening. Damn, like I should. You should have reported my dad's
0: conversation. You could have put that would have been so cute. You would have. You could have put parts of what he was saying in there.
1: <laughs> Before we uh, pressed record, she got a phone call, and it was her dad, and it was the cutest conversation I've ever heard.
0: His little Tex Mex comes out, and he can't help himself.
1: Yeah, I need to learn that Spanish because that's. Fun. Yeah, but some people
0: don't really like, they say words that are not actually Spanish. It's literally just English words with accents.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Dale. Okay. So I'm ready for the great big reveal. Are you ready for the big reveal? Mm hmm. We are completely switching gears here and we're going to get paranormal. What are we talking about? Is this our first paranormal? Quarantine? Yes. Ooh. Well, in general, I think it's our first. No. I know I don't think I did a paranormal or supernatural topic. I think maybe you might have. I honestly can't remember at this point in time. (laughs) Well, here we go. The Ancient Ram Inn. Ooh, okay. Okay. For this, I used uh, hauntedrooms.co.uk. I used Ghost Quest on YouTube, and um, it's ghost hunting group out of the UK. And I used travelawaits.com and travelchannel.com. Okay. Built in 1145 in Watton, Under Edge, Gloucestershire, the property sits in the intersection of two ley lines believed to have high spiritual energy. If you go onto a map where the ley lines are mapped out, you can follow with your finger through... And from Stonehenge, it leads directly to this location, which is very eerie. Ley lines refer to straight alignments drawn between various historic structures and prominent landmarks. The idea was developed in the early 20th century Europe with ley line believers arguing that these alignments are recognized by ancient European societies, which deliberately erected structures along them. So it's not like a scientific, I wouldn't call it like a scientific thing. Mm-hmm. It says that these, these landforms have some kind of significance, so the energy that travels between them is very significant. Did I say significant twice? E- maybe. <laughs> Stonehenge is positioned at the center of a hub or network of ley lines, making Stonehenge an energy portal or a place of power. These ley lines interconnect all of Britain's ancient sites. The term ley lines was coined by Alfred Watkins in the acclaimed book, The Old Straight Track, published in 1925. And that is from paganpotions.com. So this is all spirituality-based information, Mm -hmm. but um, historically it's... It's what they follow, I guess you could say. I thought that was very interesting when I read that. Oh, yeah, for sure. The inn's first purpose was to house slaves and mason workers who built the St. Mary's Church across from the property. In 1930, the inn was bought by Maurice de Bath and was owned by several individuals after him as private property. John Humphreys bought the inn to save it from being torn down in 1968. He was the last owner and sole occupant of the inn until he died in December of 2017. Caroline Humphreys, his daughter now owns it and allows archaeologists to study the inn for historical records while also allowing investigators to visit. And the quarters are also rented out to guests who wish to stay the night, which will be Daniela and I Mm -mm. by next year. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. The activity that takes place here has been described as violent and overwhelming. Spirits, the ghost of a witch, and even a demon are said to still inhabit the building. Let's break down the hauntings. Due to the diversion of streams in the building of St. Mary's Church across from the inn, it is believed that a portal of dark energy has remained open on the property since its construction. John Humphreys claims a demonic force once dragged him from his bed and across the room. He claims he was attacked on a regular basis by multiple entities. But he hung in there and he lived there for like 50 years. Isn't that insane?
0: That is insane. And it's insane that you want us to go there where that happened.
1: <laughs> it. I don't know if he was drawn there, but it's, I mean, he went and bought the property to keep it from getting torn down. And I'm wondering if that was like his mission for a specific reason.
0: If the demons wanted him
1: to do it. Right? I mean, like, I wonder where he came from. I should have looked more into just his story, because that's interesting. Like, what was so important to him to save that building? Was he a pagan, or speaking of pagans, it sits on an ancient pagan site known to have had human sacrifices take place. Rituals took place here decades ago, and not only have the objects been discovered from them, but also human remains of children. Oh, no. They are the juiciest. They are the innocent lambs, I guess. The, some of these sources referred to these rituals as being a demon or devil worshiping, but I chose to just keep pagan. I don't like the idea of people thinking Satanism yes. or Satanists, sat- Satanists are evil or they only practice dark magic or dark... Um, Rituals, so I just left it at pagan because we don't really know what they're practicing.
0: One clap for you.
1: Oh my gosh! (laughs) An icon. Okay. (laughs) The first haunting is the witch's room. In the 1500s, it's said that a witch went into hiding in one of the rooms and was captured and then burned at the stake. So she stays in that room, and people say they can hear her and see her. I wonder what she's doing. I don't know if she's stuck there, or she's if they live there by choice because they want they want to be there.
0: She's really just
1: stuck there.
0: Why the fuck would you want to be there if they killed you? There? She's
1: cursed. Well, I don't think they killed her there, but she was hiding in one of the rooms there, and oh, then they oh she's still hiding, eh. Maybe so. Hmm. The most haunted room at the Ancient Ram Inn is the Bishop's Room. On the first floor, there's a room where monks used to stay and continue to stay and are often seen by guests who never make it through the night whenever they rent out that room. We're not doing that. One of the stranger hauntings that take place at this location is the vision of a centurion on a horse who can be seen riding through the walls. A plumber reported seeing this. A centurion is a Roman soldier, so he'll be wearing armor and one of those armored helmets that often have feathers Ooh. on them. I wonder where that came from, too. I don't know. It's just gathering a bunch of different entities in this location because of the portal.
0: Maybe it just
1: passed
0: through there one day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like before all everything.
1: You might be right. This is a very, very old location, like thousands of years old. A darker haunting is that of demons, more specifically an incubus and a succubus. Ooh. These entities slide into bed with whoever attempts to sleep in their room. Oh. They stay in the room that John himself lived in throughout his life living there.
0: That's why he stayed there. He had-
1: uh, so Did much- he like it? He was into it. <laughs> um, rest his soul. He was at uh, 80- I think when he passed, he lived a long time. The succubus was done with him. Ooh, she drained him of his energy. hmm Ooh,
0: or it could have been an incubus. We don't know what way he swung.
1: Yeah, we can't assume. They don't, I mean, come on. Either way, it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I better stop before I invite them into my home.
0: Oh, oh, that is creepy, but Hello. <laughs>
1: Right? I mean, if we had to choose who to be haunted by, which room are you staying in? You know what I'm saying? Is <laughs> <laughs> that because cheap Because it's... Is it cheap? I don't think so. I think we had this discussion when we talked about spectrophilia oh, and ghosts. Oh, that's right.
0: Hey, speaking of that, I'm so sorry. I've heard like a lot more about it now. Let's do it again. Yeah, later on, we should definitely revisit that one because that... At least that topic because I like that. Me too. Uh, Well, I like the the story of it. I wouldn't want a ghost to fuck
1: me. You don't know. Knock your socks off. That shit is crazy. It's scary. I don't. mm -mm. At least, you know, they uh, don't want anything else from you. Now I'm sweating. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Continue with your story. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. There are giggles and voices of children heard here, and these are said to be the lost spirits of the children whose bones were found under the stairs. Mm -hmm. The bones uncovered had broken daggers in them. Apparently, the daggers were broken on purpose in the tiny bodies so that they could never be used again.
0: You know, remember when I told you how kids aren't, kid ghosts are not actual children ghosts, like it's demons instead?
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the ghost version of those children is just the demons that took over their souls, and they're the ones haunting the ancient Ram Inn. Yep. Regardless, they were sacrifices, and that is very dark. Only a small portion of the ground was dug up, but multiple bones were found, and it makes me wonder... How many more sacrificed children are under the property? Ooh. I saw a video and an image of where they dug up, and it looks like it's only about two feet by two feet, like two by two little area. Mm-hmm. So if that many bones were found only in that random spot they decided to dig. Oh up, yeah. There's... I wonder how much more. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Okay. So we know how ghost hunting shows can exaggerate or fake activity. But for the fun of it, I'm going to mention some of the findings and activity that I saw in the Ghost Quest episode. This Ancient Ram Inn has been featured on Ghost Adventures, Most Haunted, multiple individual investigators that don't have a show have gone just to see how haunted this place is. Mm-hmm. But I found this video of Ghost Quest going out there. And I'm going to just describe what I saw because it was pretty pretty scary. As the rest of the cameras are being set up, you can hear the crew and all the men talking in the distance. The camera that is already recording in one of the rooms picks up multiple pieces of audio. The sound of hands rubbing together, a female voice, a masculine hum, followed by a response by the female voice again. Mm -mm. And then as they begin the investigation together, the voice of a child can be heard talking over them while they are talking to one another.
0: What is it saying?
1: I, it's it's hard to tell. I, I didn't even pay attention to what their ideas were because sometimes they're just ridiculous, mm-hmm. just stretches of, but the noise is there on every piece of audio equipment that was working at the time. Mm-hmm. Electronic voice phenomena are sounds that are found on electronic recordings that are interpreted as spirit voices that have been either unintentionally recorded or intentionally requested and recorded. Thanks, Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. An EMF meter can measure AC electromagnetic fields, which are usually emitted from man-made sources such as electrical wiring, while Gauss meters or magnet magnetometers measure DC fields, which occur naturally in Earth's geomagnetic field and are emitted from other sources where direct current is present. So I'm assuming the Stonehenge ley lines are feeding the geomagnetic field portion oh. of this because when they measured the The meter just went wild, and it started making a shrill sound with how high the measurements were. Jeez. Due to the location of the property, as I mentioned before, the meter goes crazy at the same time. They are measuring with the meter over the dug-up ground where the children's bones were found, and a growl can be heard coming from behind the group. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? It was... I wonder if it was, like, get away from there. Those were my sacrifices. Yeah. Ew. During this entire start of the investigation, there's one team member alone in the room where the female was heard earlier. And although he does not react in the footage, the audio picked up. A female playfully laughing. Mm -mm. This same member, his name is Adam, goes to the witch's room afterwards and begins to fall ill. Appearing overwhelmed, he explains that he is overcome with anger for no reason and he has to get some air. Did the energies present enter his body? (gasps) Later, they use the spirit box... It's a ghost box, which is described as a paranormal research device that's basically a radio with a frequency scan mode meant to detect EVPs and communicate with spirits. As they begin, one of them feels pain on his neck and upon checking it, a red mark is present like a fresh scratch mark. Ooh. Those ghost boxes freak me out just because they're so loud with the static. Yeah, I hate it. I didn't and know that. Hear a word and it's so it's oh ugh. I didn't
0: know that that's how they worked. And mm-hmm. me and Ema and one of our friends, Tracy, we used to go to, like, the oldest cemetery in Del Rio whenever we were teenagers. And we would sit ah, in the car. Where
1: did
0: this go? We, yeah, I, yeah. We would sit <laughs> in the car and we'd have the static of the radio play. And one time we were sitting in there and we we're talking and stuff. And all of a sudden, I don't know what made us think that that would work, which is weird. Because I don't remember reading it anywhere or seeing it. But um, we're, so we were sitting there with the static and all of a sudden we hear somebody say help. And we fucking looked at each other and we fucking booked it. Like it was fucking terrifying.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah, it was scary.
1: I believe it. I don't think
0: we did that. I think that was the last time that we ever did that because it freaked us out so bad.
1: Some people are like, okay, but that could have just been set up that way. Like for these investigation shows, for instance. Right. Or or just a coincidence of somehow someone's radio interfered with yours or whatever. Right, right. But I, I'm a sucker for it. I think that they can harness energy or electronics uh, power and stuff and use it to communicate. That's the only way they can do it is using equipment. Mm-hmm. So what were these rituals for and what did they leave behind? It's said that many exorcisms have been attempted, but none have prevailed. The dark energy will forever linger here. Mm-mm. I guess as long as that portal is open, there's no stopping it.
0: Yeah. So have they like found exactly where the portal
1: is? No. Um. I think that what it means by portal is... um The whole building is... The water. Oh. The water. Okay, because they say... Okay, you know how they say mirrors mm-hmm. can help build a portal? The water helped build a portal. There's no exact... Place where the portal is, but the property just is a portal mm-hmm. because of the water around it and the way that they diverted it to the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me read a word for word. Okay. So, located directly across the street from the ancient Ram Inn, streams on the inn's grounds had to be diverted around the church's site. Many believe that redirecting of the water on the ancient Ram Inn site opened up a portal for dark energy.
0: All right.
1: I need to rewatch the Ghost Adventures episode because I came across many Mm -hmm. comments saying how scary their experience was. So
0: Ghost Adventures makes me laugh.
1: I know. Nobody overreacted on the uh, Ghost Quest episode I watched. It was all very calm Mm -hmm. until that guy got scratched, and then he was like, okay, I'm freaked out now with their accents because they were from the UK.
0: Yeah. Expect the ghost adventure one to be dramatic as fuck.
1: Outrageous. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Picking fights with the spirits and stuff.
0: And constantly getting Aaron to go do all the dirty
1: work. Oh my goodness. He's constantly bullied on there. Poor guy.
0: Yeah, but as soon as Zach is like by himself and he's terrified, he's like, "Aaron, oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> there it goes and
1: there goes Aaron.
0: Zach, are you okay?
1: Yeah, where are you at? Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to see if what's what's real. No, I have not had any experiences with the paranormal that I that are concrete. Like I know that happened. But only I experienced it. Like I need that experience to know.
0: Well, you can do that shit on your own. I've already had several, so mm
1: Several? We're gonna have to do an episode where we share ghost stories. That'll be exciting. Ooh, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, my I have some, my grandma has some, and my
0: uncle has some.
1: mm Mine are from whenever I was a child, so I don't necessarily trust them, but my mom remembers me describing my experiences to her, that so terrifying. I do want to hear those, though. We're gonna to have to do that. Yeah, this was my first paranormal episode, and I really liked it. I might throw some. What is going on with my energy? The story drained my energy. It's haunted. Word. It's a haunted story. It
0: is because I am ready for a goddamn nap.
1: We will be taking a nap at the Ancient Ram Inn by next year. No, Abby, we're and not. And record it. We're not doing it. Are you crazy? I'm not going. Uh -uh. You will go. I'm not going. You want to know why? Because as revealed in our party episode, we are Lieutenant Dan and you need me and I need you. So we need to go together. We can go anywhere in the United States. I am not going to fly
0: across the ocean to fucking scare myself again. And it's with you. Oh my God. That is just a jinx in itself. We would, seri- we would die. We would die.
1: I've been watching I Survived, and a lot of those circumstances are highly unbeatable. But you somehow those people
0: are that. a walking jinx, Abby. We would go down
1: with the ship. No, we would die. No, I don't think so. I think we would be fine. I'm surprised that we made it to fucking. Oh, you know what? Oh, that was so funny. Tell the story. Tell the story. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: we go to Balmoray to go swimming at the creek there mm-hmm. or the pool, and the <laughs> we made it like an annual <laughs> thing, but it only lasted two years. The second year, so it's five o'clock in the morning or it's six o'clock in the morning, and we're trying to haul ass. It took two hours to get over there. We finally get there, and I'm like, okay, I can relax. So. I had my two cousins with me. It was Abby and her brother. And we're we're just having
1: a great old time. We were there for, what, two hours? I think so, yeah. Suddenly, we're sitting in this beautiful spring-fed pool with the little fish at our feet. And we look in the distance, and there's smoke. Other people are starting to notice the smoke. And we notice the smoke is getting higher and uh, Mm -hmm. much thicker. And before we know it, there's an announcement that there's a wildfire a few miles away from where we're at. So we have to leave as the spring fed pool is shut down in, for safety reasons. Well, it wasn't even just
0: the fire. Like the fire was far away enough that it was okay, but there was a random uh, windstorm. Yes. <laughs> and it was making the fire come faster to us. Mm-hmm. So. We're, it literally felt like a tornado, and all of our things are <laughs> flying
1: away. and we're trying to grab floaties and blankets and bags and shit. And- we were like completely unpacked. Like we had a little picnic. We had our stuff all laid out in the grass. Like it was luxury. And then nobody's really panicking, but people are trying to gather their things as the wind is blowing away tablecloths and freaking plates and stuff. And I'm like, oh, we need to go. And
0: they're like announcing, please hurry, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when people start panicking and we're like running. And oh my God, it was terrible. It was, but it was still worth going. It's nice. We had only been there two fucking hours. Well, now it's not even open. Like, even before all of this, it wasn't going to open this year. So I was like,
1: great. Oh, yeah, at a reconstruction or something.
0: It had been like an active, like going pool for years. And then we started going and it was like, hey, there's damages and you're right. we're, we're stopping for renovation. So this is why I don't want to go anywhere with you that requires extensive travel, especially over a body of water.
1: Well, it's going to happen. So you're going to have to just deal. We're all going to die anyways. Yeah, but I want to die an old woman peacefully
0: in my sleep, in my bed, surrounded by the assholes that I call my family.
1: That sounds boring. Yes, exactly. I don't want to be old. I don't want to be old either, but I don't want to die young The only hope I have is my death comes swiftly, not prolonged. Nope.
0: I don't want to be in terror. I don't. I just want to slip away in my sleep. That sounds good too. And because I've told you this, I'm probably going to die horrifically.
1: No, don't say that. We can't be talking about dying. If we went to a psychic and she guaranteed that you would kick? be fine on the plane, <laughs> did I say sidekick? <laughs> sounded like it. <laughs> no, I said psychic. If we went to a psychic, absolutely we not. Mm-mm. Yes, you would. It would tell you that you're fine, and we would be able to go. Yeah, and half of these. Fucking I'm gonna have to just sedate you. It's gonna. This gonna just have to go that way. I mean, that's the only way I can get on a plane to begin with.
0: But it's too. Put long. under the plane. It's too. In long. a small crate. It's too long of a fucking plane ride. You can't sedate me for that long with fucking over the counter
1: shit. I sure can with an oxygen oxygen tank and some anesthetics. Aesthetics. Anesthesia. Guys, we have a grand finale coming up on Friday. Our party episode is going to have zero to do. Well, it has a little bit to do with creepy topics, but for the most part, it's just a lot of fun and some hilarious moments, some embarrassing moments and some X-rated moments. So if you want to tune in for that on Friday, make sure you follow us.
0: Uh, Go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you can do that and wash your hands don't go anywhere stay your ass at home
1: seriously guys we cannot stress it enough to take this seriously like comment rate subscribe review all the good things we enjoyed making this series and if you liked it please let us know
0: so did we give you the creeps